We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. What up? Welcome to Maggie and Perloff on this Wednesday. And you know... Perloff, on the one hand, I want to praise the college football playoff committee. Clearly, the power of the microphone uh, has worked. TCU finally gets the respect <laughs> that they deserve. They're fourth uh, in the college football playoff rankings. But that wasn't really the story. The, the playoff committee doing the right thing by TCU is not the story. What I thought the story was from the most recent rankings was just how far Alabama and Clemson, but I want to focus on Alabama for a second, how far they have fallen. Number nine now uh, in the college football playoff rankings. I thought that was actually a little higher than they might have been. Uh, okay, well, yeah. yeah. But it would take they were a miracle. 10 at AP, yeah. It would, it, would, it would be a miracle for them to get back into the college yeah, football Yeah, yeah, they're, they're boxed out of the college football playoff. Not going to happen. Most likely the first time since the inception of the college football playoff that both Alabama and Clemson are not going to be in. And you know what? This is starting to feel a little different here for Alabama. And I know that people have predicted the fall of the dynasty and have been wrong. But this dynasty is on life support. And I don't think anyone would tell you you're wrong about that. I don't know if it's dead, but it's on life support. And now it's going to be up to Nick Saban to see whether or not, and might be things out of his control, quite frankly, to see whether or not the dynasty could actually continue its run. Because I'm looking at programs like Georgia, who looks like the new Alabama. I'm looking at Tennessee. What quarterback in the country would not want to go and play in that system? That's going to be attractive. I'm looking at LSU, which is always a sleeping giant, now with Brian Kelly. I'm looking at USC, who now is climbing in the rankings. We'll see what happens with them the rest of the way. I'm looking at Texas, who has an Arch Manning commit, under their belt, and is going to be going to the SEC. It's just going to get harder. And I know Saban has you know, had these recruiting wars, but it feels like the others who are coming for the crown have legitimate cases here. I, I, what year is it, 2012 or is it 2022? Because this is the Tom Brady's falling off a cliff argument. Now, okay. <laughs> no, it's not. There's, a, there's a slight reality here. Nick Saban's 71. How long is he going to want to go? In this scenario where they fall off a cliff, he goes his contract goes through 28. I know Greg McElroy said he might retire this offseason on Monday, but assuming he stays four more years, you don't think he's going to win another title. Is that what you're saying? Define your cliff. I think they will make another college football playoff. From there, I'm not sure. But I do not I do not think they're going to win I can't another title. Say, I don't think you could say... I don't think you can say that they fall off a cliff if you think they could still win a title in the next four years. No, I guess I'll, I don't think they're going to win a title in the next five years. I yeah. don't. I don't think that Saban's going to win another one before he retires. I just think that ever, and I don't know when that's going to be. See, predicting when he's going to retire is like predicting when Belichick's going to retire. Well, These guys might do it into the grave. Who knows? Well, McElroy said it on Monday on ESPN that I think this is going to be it. He doesn't like NIL. Then Saban went out of his way to say that's not true. Right. 
Uh, and if he doesn't like NIL so much, he's got two amazing recruiting classes coming. He's doing something. I don't think NIL is as big a headache as he pretends it is. Is it? Well, that's interesting yeah. about McElroy that he would say that because saying it, and I, I appreciate him yeah. being honest if that's right. what he really thinks because that hurts recruiting. Right, well, because you don't know who's going to be the next coach yeah. of Alabama. This is what other coaches try to do on the recruiting trail to undermine Nick Saban, let alone one of his former players. But nothing is hurting them. They're dominating the recruiting trail still. So he's got these two good classes coming. So I think he's going to want to see that out. Okay, but look who else is, quote-unquote, dominating the recruiting trail. Texas A&M, dominating. Miami, dominating. Yeah, but those guys haven't really aged yet. Yeah, they could be really, really good. Miami's going to be really good. Maybe Miami's another sleeping giant now in the year of, in the age of NIL. But the other thing yeah. about it is it's not so much about, like, the recruiting class. It's like, Saban, I think he really does despise NIL because he probably thinks that guys are coming to play college football for the wrong reasons. For, for, yeah, that's I totally agree with A stopover before you get to the NFL. That's what comes with the success of Alabama. Guys think, like, Kentucky basketball once upon a and still now, just, like, come here and, like, John Calipari used to say, I will get you ready to go to the NBA. Saban never said that, but, but that's what Alabama's become synonymous with. So he hated spread football. He hated it. More than he hates NIL, he hated what Art Bryles and these guys were doing right. to football. He thought it was a joke. He thought it was basketball on a field. Sure. What's he do? He becomes an expert at spread football. He hates NIL. There's no doubt about it. But what's to stop Alabama? They are as well positioned as anyone else, including Georgia, to take advantage of NIL. So I don't see why that would push him out of the sport. Okay, but and I don't think any of these things. There have been great recruiting classes before. Saban's been down before. You know, we thought LSU with Joe Burrow, that team, yep. was starting something. And Saban bounced back with Mac Jones, of all people, to win a title. He's done it in so many different ways. I don't see why he can't do it in a different way moving forward. Well, maybe that's possible. But there is a difference between deciding, like, you'll want to run a spread offense versus... NIL, which kind of cuts at, and I don't begrudge any of the players for taking the money. They were underpaid and they were not paid for so long. It was a joke. But it's something that cuts at the heart of your culture, your team building, and things like that about guys who are there for well, the right or the wrong reasons. Not like, are we running a spread offense? I think it's very that, different. Uh, I, I, you're right uh, on the surface, but I think having a wide open offense, you know, they used to win early in Saban's career by beating everyone up. They were yes. a physical team. They had nobody at court. But they had I feel like Derrick Henry is like yeah. the ultimate, right, you right. know, just like pounding the ball with Derrick Henry. They had two-star recruits playing quarterback. Greg McElroy, yeah. A.J. McCarron, uh, Jake Coker. They had nobody at, at quarterback. Yeah. And they would just beat up the opponent. Now, yeah, that's the Georgia. defense now. was awesome. So then Alabama, you couldn't win anymore because people adjusted to that. So what do they do? They reinvent themselves. And all of a sudden, they have three first-round receivers at every draft. Yep. Uh, so I think he can reinvent himself again. George is a problem. I'm not going to lie. He taught <laughs> Kirby think? Smart a little too well. Yeah. That's definitely a problem. Kirby but was all taking those notes. Are, yeah. All those other programs are not a problem. And look at this year. As Saban said himself, how many points? They've lost two games by four points, both on incredibly hostile fields. Now, if the schedule had fallen in a different place and Tennessee had come to Tuscaloosa and LSU had come to Alabama, clearly those would not have been losses. And Georgia is going to run into the same problem in the future. Just the SEC is so competitive right now that if you get the wrong road game, it's going to kill you. you like, just like last year with Texas A&M. When they, who, they, who gave them a game again this year, yeah. and then also remember the game at Texas, which they almost lost. Like This was only a few minutes away from being a complete and utter disaster of a season with four losses, which would have been unfathomable. But that's my point. It's, this season's considered a nuclear meltdown, and they've <laughs> yeah. lost two games by four points. Well, that's the standard. Point. But that's right. the standard in the bar that Alabama 
has enjoyed because yes. of their success. My, my only point in saying that is they're not that far from that standard. You right. know, even when they were dominant. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I, I read a stat. They, they were only number one preseason and won a title once in their entire run. So their number one preseason ranking this year, it's not that huge a departure from their past that they fell yeah. apart this year. Also, their quarterback hurt, hurt his arm. I think they have one major problem. I have a big problem. What's that? I do not like Bill O'Brien's offense. Well, and that's okay, yeah. but that's another thing too. Are gone. you are you here for the right reasons? Bill O'Brien's okay. gone. I know Bill O'Brien's going to get gone. a job. He'll be gone somewhere else, but like we're talking about right now. And I'm saying right now. I'm saying they can win next year and the year after that and the year after that. They are going to get back there. Okay, I but think. don't you think like the cycling through the offensive coordinators, like yes, I, they're it's all, awesome. they're all, high, all right. <laughs> I know they're all like head coaches in their own right. This is like Saban's, you know, basically rehab for coaches go there and then you get hired. Right. It's awesome. But it's also like a constant sort of churn where now you don't like Bill O'Brien's offense or how they're running the offense. They don't have the receivers they had. But this churn has resulted in two titles. And I'm sort of arguing with you that. I still think we're counting them out too soon, that mm-hmm. they could win another one. Dable, did Dable win a title there? I think he did. He might have, but yeah, I, I think 17 with Brian Dable. Yeah. Double check that, you know, and then Lane Kiffin had a lot of success. Yeah. It's been it's been crazy. Shark was probably the best of the entire group. So I, I just think, I understand what you're saying, yes. It does look it does like, feel I'm not going to bet against George over the next 10 years. I don't want to say <laughs> that. I'm, on, uh, and I'm definitely not going to bet against now. him this year, but I think that, Sort of what you're implying is Alabama's done. We're not going to see Nick Saban win another title. I don't. I do not think so. I mean, if he if he retires in the next five years, which yeah, I mean, we'll how five long years. how long is he going to coach? It'd be seventy six, seventy seven. Yeah. I mean, he looks good. He seems you know young or whatever. I'm I haven't been around Nick Saban, but it's his prerogative. Yet at the same time, like think about it. If you don't love what NIL has done to the sport, if you don't think that it's that guys are there for the right reasons, if now you're also having you know, X's and O's issues. And you might not think it, but these other teams, like you might think that this is just a flash in the pan or that they don't pose a real threat. I would beg to differ. Georgia, we know, obviously, but like LSU, now Tennessee, like I think about, you know, we talk about Tennessee Tennessee? because you mentioned they're running like this Art Bryles kind of offense, right? Josh Heupel does that. Well, what did it do? Got RG3, the Heisman. It might get Hendon Hooker, the Heisman. Like Now in the day and age of transfer portal, you're going to be able to, if any quarterback who's worth it is looking for a new place or is a reclamation project, hey, this is like Oklahoma. used to be like quarterback, you know, you. All these guys would come there. All of a sudden, they're in the Heisman race. Their profiles are getting raised even higher. That's what Tennessee could become. It could, but so could a hundred other places. I don't know. I just feel like, yes, there's a lot of things going on underneath Alabama. There's a lot of changes in sport, but they've always survived every other sport. What if Deion Sanders takes the Auburn job? I don't know if he's going to, but (laughs) Auburn is another thing that's just standing there. 
Yeah, but I mean, first of all, you're talking about programs that have won titles in the last 10 years. So it's not like these are little sisters of the poor are going to suddenly be good. But Auburn having an elite year, LSU having an elite year, this never hurt the program long term before. These programs of all Florida was used to be the dominant program yep. in the entire country. These teams have all had their chances, but Saban has been able to fend them off. And I understand this year is a bad year. You know, Bryce Young hurt his shoulder. Yeah. The penalties have been insane. I feel like a lot of that can be fixed. And how can we call him dead if he has a number one recruiting class coming in next year? I mean, I, it's not Notre Dame and Marcus Freeman getting a, a number one recruiting class. This is already a wildly talented Alabama team who's bringing in an incredible influx of talent, and he's good at the transfer portal. He got a lot of good guys this year. He's probably going to, I don't know, he'll get another quarterback himself because Bryce Young's going to the pros, right? Yeah. So I'm very curious to see what Alabama does at quarterback next year. Maybe they get the best guy. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Yesterday, the conversation was all about could a two-loss LSU team get into the college football playoff if they win the SEC title? I think you and I are both on the same side of that. Yes? Yes. <laughs> okay. But I, I, I heard, I'm saying yes. I know. I just Then I heard someone talking about if you have Tennessee there with one loss and they beat LSU 40-13, to 13, yes, I guess you have to put in LSU, but isn't that tough for you guys? Um. Yes, but yeah. I think that it's also like the end of the season push. Like if LSU were actually yeah. to do this, it would have started with Alabama. It would continue on to you would eventually beat Georgia in the SEC championship yeah, game. Yeah. Like that would trump every yes. other, you know, any loss. That You're you right. Uh, time makes a big difference. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so if you were on the committee, oh. you would you would have trouble uh, not giving them the. the I, I, I wouldn't be able to do it. But then again, like this committee has no criteria. So. What does it matter? How about we go back to what we talked about a couple weeks ago? Three SEC teams. Our third team, I think, was Alabama at the time, not LSU. <laughs> no, it's not going to be L- <laughs> It would be LSU now. Um, I, I still don't think so. Okay. What if it's one loss Tennessee and one loss Oregon? I think Oregon's got to be feeling great today. Yeah. Oregon wakes up. They're number six in the college football playoff ranking. They got to be feeling amazing. Ahead of LSU, rightfully so. They only have one loss. Hmm, it's interesting. That's a tough choice. I, I don't want to be on the committee for that. A one-loss Oregon, a one-loss USC, you and a one-loss... You don't want loss... to be on the committee. This is the easiest gig in the world <laughs> to be on this committee. You you have nothing... You get nothing but criticism. They're, if they leave a one-loss Tennessee off or a one-loss USC, it's going to be... It's going to be hell to pay Wait, for that committee. Okay, but they... What does it matter? They've, uh, they show you week after week that they can just move around the pieces yeah. on the chessboard as they see fit. Last week, TCU having to come from behind, that hurt them. They come from behind again in their win last weekend. Boom, move them up to number four on the list. Doesn't matter. I know, obviously, it's because Tennessee lost as well. But come on, and Clemson lost. But come on, like, there's yeah. no rhyme or reason to this. This is the easiest job ever. I'd I, rather do this than be a commissioner of a conference or something. I hope it all falls apart in the sense that I hope somehow every team that we have above Clemson yeah. loses and somehow Clemson gets back in the mix. <laughs> it's that not going to happen. I know, but it could be a one-loss ACC champion Clemson. I that, don't think it's enough. I know that I, North I Carolina in, in the ACC championship game, I don't think it's enough. I just want them to be in a completely uncomfortable situation. That's all I want <laughs> is I want them to be rife for the worst mistake ever. A team that everybody thinks is bad to put in there. And it could happen. We're just shaping up to be an amazing Final selection committee. It is going to be good. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Not because of the committee. That's not why it's going to be good. It's going to be good because of the college football team. No, it's only good if it's bad.
Right. Does that make sense? <laughs> sure. It's like a Thursday night football. <laughs> when Al Michaels says this game is so bad, it's good. Something like that. Uh, we want to hear from you. Alabama, what does it look like to you? And if Nick Saban coaches for another five years, do you believe that he would win another title? I say no. Perloff says yes. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Want to hear from you. You can also find us on Twitter at Maggie and Pearl. Instagram, Maggie and Perloff. We've got a YouTube channel. Go find us there. You can watch the best of Maggie and Perloff. Coming up, which superstar could end up wearing the star on his helmet? Our cowboy quickie is next. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff right after this. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 